UFC is back. We're talking Holloway versus Qatar. Stay tuned. <gasps> You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast. I'm Tim Fulton. I'm Andy Smith. And this is the fight recap. Shit. And this is the first fight we get to finally recap in a long time. Yes. Welcome 2021. And we had an audience tonight. It was awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> it was kind of nice to hear. We were like taken aback that we could actually hear people. Yeah. Once I excited. Once um, I forget. I think it was uh, Condit versus Brown when they were going at it. The crowd started cheering. I was like, oh, I it, like gave me energy. It, it something just felt right about it. Yeah. Just felt good. Yeah. At first, in the beginning, I thought they were trying to keep the background really dark. So you <laughs> couldn't see that there was people there. Everyone stay quiet. Mom and dad can't know. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of seemed like that a little bit. But um, what about that Max Holloway? What about that Max Holloway? What the hell? Inhuman. That was obscene. An- Obscene, dude. There's like, nothing. There's nothing like to, to even say to disc- to really grasp it. What happened there? Because he fought the way people think that they're gonna fight when they're looking at someone in a bar they hate. It's not even if you can't you play out in your head. Yeah, like you can't even say he fought like in a movie because they would never put that in a movie because it just wouldn't seem real. It just is as. As insane as some fight scenes are in those low-budget Steven Seagal movies, that was almost crazier than half the stuff that happens in them. Because the combinations that he was throwing, taking shots, and then he started screaming, I'm the best boxer, while while getting punches thrown at him and dodging them. Talking mad shit at the end. And you know, I normally get annoyed when people talk mad shit. Like, part of me, like, hates that, it, but it yeah. was so fucking deserved. If there was ever a time where it was justified. It was that moment. There was three 10-8 rounds. Three 10-8 Like, three 10-8s. And this the whole other two recap judges, is us just being in awe. Yeah, the other two judges had it two 10-8s. Yeah, yeah. That's insane. Insane. And I don't... Like, we all knew Max Holloway was good. And, like... Calvin Cater is is an animal. Yeah. The, the level at which he was at tonight was like all the stars and the moons and everything else was just in perfect alignment. He was on. He was hungry. And they also kept mentioning the fact that he's not doing any hard sparring anymore. Which is funny. Well, he's taken a lot of damage in his fights. And also, uh, I think he had an issue with a uh, weight cut once for one of his fights. And it just, I think he just realized he knows how to fight. He knows what he's doing. So why would I put my body through in my head through the extra damage? But then DC said something that was like extremely interesting. Um, regarding that, where he was saying that when you're not doing hard sparring, it's almost like it's more playful. Yeah. So you're more loose yeah. because you know that no big shots are coming so you tend to be like you can flow more and he brought up uh conor mcgregor doing that with artem loboff like where they had a lot of playful sparring matches and that's exactly the the feel that it was was he was so loose and there was almost no uh like anxiety to him whatsoever he didn't hold back he he was he was just as perfect of a fight that you can have it was that to the next level yeah, I actually want to touch on that for a second because the no hard sparring thing, is that going to be 
is, is that going to be something guys will now mimic? Or do you think that's something that would be troublesome to a lot of other guys? Like, did it work out this time? Obviously, it worked out this time. No one's, no one's going to yeah. say no to that. But is that something that would work out? Or is that something that, like, this time it was good, but you really shouldn't replicate it? I Max Holloway is the standalone here. Yeah, I think it depends on the fighter. Because Robbie Lawler did the same thing when he had his career resurgence. So before mm -hmm. he got the belt... He stopped doing hard sparring because he was getting hurt in his fights, like dropped and knocked out, and he just stopped hard sparring. And he had like a really good way of explaining it, like simply. He's like, I already know how to fight. Yeah. I already know how to fight. So all I need to do is get my conditioning, my timing from light sparring, whatever, or just pad work. I don't even think he was doing light sparring. But – I think the only way that that hurts guys the most is if they have a lot of uh, anxiety about about getting into fights. Like if they're not those guys that like love to, to fight, love to get like hit. not to say that you know the guys in there don't love to fight, but there's certain guys that have a ferocity to them, like Robbie Lawler, Max Holloway, where when they're in there, they want to get after it. They yeah. want yeah. to get into the shit. Yeah. And with those guys, I think that that mentality elevates them. But it also has a finite level to where it now starts to hurt you because you're doing it not only in the, your fights, but you're also doing it in sparring. And the fact that they recognize that and they're – it's more so like they're okay with the decision because I think if you are – get like if you go in there like, oh, man, I should have done hard sparring. Like I'm a little nervous because I didn't do it. Then it's already kind of failed you. Well, yeah, because you're second-guessing it. Yeah. But if you're confident, like I, I know how to fight. I know what I'm doing. I don't have to worry about being aggressive when I'm in here. All I need to do is work on my timing and get loose. Yeah. And he is definitely one of those fighters. So yeah. I definitely think that it probably uh, varies from fighter to fighter. But Max clearly um, is one of those guys. Clearly. Clearly one of those guys. And how about that, real quick, that fourth round? Dude. Bro. It was like a minute, two minutes of just a freaking bloodbath. Got to give the guy props. Dude. Like – We've said this a lot in the past, like, oh man, what a chin on that guy! But dude, what a chin on that body guy. too. He was he ate so many body shots. I mean, I mean he's got to have either uh, something crack ribs, definitely obviously bruised ribs, but his nose was completely destroyed. Ugh. And uh, the fact that they, he didn't even—I don't think he went down at all he on didn't. the fence. And Max was throwing everything at him. And the thing was, is that Calvin was still swinging. There was a point there where if he landed one of those shots, that Max would have been in trouble. He had a few good elbows in there. Yeah, but Max, that's what I mean with Max, though. Like, what made him excel so much was that he he never backed off even when Calvin would land. And yeah. Calvin hits yeah. hard. Yeah. And even when he would land, he would he would make Calvin pay for that with an extra three shots. So then Calvin like recognizes like okay he's hitting me with three to four shots before I can get one off. And then when I land, he doesn't even back away. I have to now eat four more shots after that. So when you're taking, I mean, he went for broke against the fence, and like I said, as crazy as as spectacular of a fight that Max had, Calvin was in the other end of toughness, like yeah, spectacular yeah, yeah. toughness. And uh, that fifth round, it's like he he literally uh, – what's that that uh, Dragon Ball Z where the dude lights on fire? <laughs> like he – that's – that is like the human version of what happened. Like he lit on fire. He legit. And then started just 
dressing him down in in the cage, turning his back to him. Like, I'm this confident, and I'm so not worried about your shit, and I'm so... I have you pinned. Everything that you do, you might as well just write a letter to me because I already know what's going to happen. I've read all your letters. An NBA 2K announcer somewhere going, you're on fire. Yeah, he was on fire. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I, I, I mean... The crazy thing is, is like, we've, like I said, we we know how good Max is, and he got better. Yeah, he got better. So he's de- he's definitely has to fight for the, for the belt. I was gonna say the after same that thing. performance, after that performance, there's no way anyone. Uh, we've talked about this too on like how like that game is played. There's no one who won't want to see him fight for it. Yeah, no, and the, you. How do you deny that performance? And you don't. Here's the thing. Say, I mean, even if Calvin was X, Y, or Z. Like not caliber, not the caliber fighter that people think he was. Oh, Calvin was overrated. If people do say that, okay. But when it, when do you ever see a guy have a performance like that ever, ever? You 50, don't see it. Fifty forty two. You don't see it. Now, granted, uh, the only reason it got to fifty forty two was because Calvin is such a tough bastard yeah. that he refused to go down. But I mean. Like I don't know how I don't know if Max can get any better. Yeah, I I think that that is the pinnacle of his career. That fight and we before it was the uh, Brian Ortega fight. He did the same thing to Brian Ortega, but I thought this was more impressive. I did, maybe because it's fresher and you know it's what have you done for me lately? But I mean, this is this is like fight it, performance of the year. I don't care about fight of the year. This might be performance of the year right now because I don't see anyone else. Doing that, like you can have a knockout, have knockout or whatever, but the total performance of like, this guy won't go down, but I will not take my foot off the gas. Well, we have 340 some odd days to go. So I'm calling it now. This is performance of the year. I don't know about fight of the year because it was so one-sided. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Usually they try to make back and forth fight of the year, but performance of the year for sure. Yeah. I mean, right now I'm confident with 20... Oh, not even 20 days into the year. I'm confident that this is fight of the year. All right, I'm going to take your word on that one. Let's yeah. move on. Okay. Carlos Condit versus Matt Brown. The fight of the legend. Yeah. So The uh, legend of the Hidden Temple. Legend. You know, I was really disappointed. I was really disappointed in... Uh, the, I love when it takes you half a the second judges. to get into. <laughs> um, not one judge gave the second round to Matt Brown. I don't know how that's possible. I heard you say that. And I agreed with that. Yeah, because... No, no, no. I agreed with the judges. I disagree uh, with you. Whoa, no. So, for example... So, this fight was very much... Um, uh, the first round, Carlos won, right? He was... They were standing up. I don't think Matt Brown got a takedown in the first round. You're confusing the first round and the second round. The first round, Carlos got off a few good uh, shots... And then Matt Brown took him down and had ground control for almost four full minutes. Okay, that was that's what I'm saying, the first round. Okay. So the first round when Matt took him down, whatever round it was where Matt had the majority of top control, I don't know how you give that round to Carlos. I'm going to – Because the, the stand-up was not that uneven, and Matt had significantly more top control than there was even standing or – or Carlos having top control. See, I disagree with you on that one. I think Carlos had – I'm not going to say, like, put him out. Uh, 
if it went either way, I wouldn't be disappointed in terms of that round specifically. Yeah. But I did think that Carlos had a better standing game for the for the minute that it lasted. And even though Matt Brown had obvious ground control, like I said, it was four minutes or something like that. He didn't do anything. But he, no, I, I disagree with that. I he landed, I think, like twenty or thirty elbows, like strikes and elbows. Yeah, but Carlos was landing just as many hits from the bottom. Yeah, but that's not that's not it. The way that the rules are set up and the way that the judges and how how they I'm, – I'm basing this on past performances okay. and past judging. So if you're on bottom and the guy on top is uh, – is even if he's doing nothing and you're just – you know, you're hitting him and you're – unless you're – I've only seen like one or two guys win around while on the bottom – and they and one of them was Tony Ferguson, I think. And they basically almost stopped the guy from the bottom, like because you are not in the dominant position, and it's so hard to generate like power from that position based otherwise on top. It's looked at like the guy on top is in control; he is winning the fight because he has the option to be there. Yeah. See, I 100% understand your point, and don't necessarily de- disagree with it. But still, I think. Because Matt wasn't as uh, active on the top that I can recall, and Carlos was as much as I can recall, I think he won from the bottom. I know that goes, like, against the grain and is not not normal. And I think, to be fair, Matt Brown kind of got screwed over there because he got that nasty gash off the cage. Yes. And it obviously screwed up with his performance. Yeah. So – and he got a beautiful takedown, but it was marred by that – by a – bloodbath but i'm still sticking to it i agree with the judges on that one. yeah i think also too the reason why i disagree is is that two of those rounds were like the same round but the opposite except for like a little bit with the stand-up like the one round matt brown had a lot of top control yeah and then the other round carlos had a lot of top control but both rounds went to carlos see i don't see it that way i think i think he had a better performance in both rounds yeah, I don't know. I was just I was very surprised that Matt, I thought Matt had one in the back. I thought it was dead even going into the third, but Carlos got all three. I don't know why they didn't do that. All but right. agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. You're wrong. Uh, uh so the only other one that I wanted to mention was um Soriano versus Dusko Tudovaric. This was an interesting one. Well, he got yeah, he got uh he got flatlined couple times couple times Bunches. and then they finally ended up stopping it but there was a weird thing in the fight where dusko's mouthpiece came out yeah. and it got wedged in between the cage it's one of those things that you can't make up and then you're supposed to have a second mouthpiece for whatever for these types of situations and they were like we can't find it <laughs> i mean it was good for dusko it was good for Dusko. But, I mean, he ended up ultimately losing the fight, but, yeah. I told you about this because you came in, like, halfway through the first round of the what remained of the first round. And it was interesting because they hyped it up from the get-go. Both of these guys came into this undefeated, yeah. which from automatically makes it super exciting. You're going to see someone lose for the first time. I don't know why that's suddenly, like, awesome, but it is. Yeah. But Dusko had amazing head work, and mm. he showed it, like – brilliantly in the first 30 minutes or 30 minutes 30 seconds to a minute and then he wouldn't let that head work go and he got clipped once with i think it was a leg kick and then from there it was like 
he kept trying to do fancy dodges and he never kept his arms up. He never even tried. And he just kept getting kept getting clipped. And like even by I think the last one, he it was a couple of like fancy head dodges, but like um uh Serrano just timed it. Like yeah. He figured he figured it out. Well what happened it wasn't was, working for him anymore. They mentioned this in the commentary. What happened was Soriano was was throwing looping hooks and his corner or it was either his corner or he just decided to do it. They straightened out the punches. Yeah. So he wasn't he the head movement that he was using to avoid the hooks wasn't working for the straights. But he had been successful in the first with with uh him throwing the hooks and the looping punches. I don't maybe I, I haven't really seen him fight too many times, but maybe he's just used to fighting like that. But they weren't working with the straights and he just didn't he didn't adjust in time. Yeah, and, and I think that's the that's the key to what won this match. Serrano was able to adjust and change the punches accordingly. Yeah. And uh Dusko was not able to adjust and change his defensive his yeah. one defensive maneuver that he displayed. Yeah. And he got he got dropped like Yeah, that was, was like a four, that was a rough like four times. That was a rough one. It was a rough one. That was a rough one. Yeah. I remember when the fight was stopped, I was like, God, thank you. Yeah, I was I yeah. was in agreement with that one. But anyway, Max Mother effing Holloway. Max Holloway. Yeah, so he should fight for the belt. You you get no argument from me there. Yeah, the, the, I think that should be set in stone. Yeah, but he was all ready to fight next weekend too. He's yeah, like, if anyone drops out, I'm here. Yeah, they don't think they would let him fight. No, animal. No, no animal. No. But next week we have uh, Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier. Yeah. Oh, so get excited, everybody. Get excited. We'll be right back here doing a fight recap on that fight as well. Until then, why don't you go to BrodownPro.com. Uh, we have other podcasts too, What Do You Got and Dear Bros and other all fun sorts of crap for you to go discover. And maybe even a new podcast that will be airing soon. A little short one. A little short one. A little short one. That's pressure for me to finish. Oh, it. yes, it is. That's why I did it on, on here. <laughs> stay tuned, everybody. Well, stay tuned. No, like, we'll catch you later. We'll catch, we'll catch you later. I try my best. Tim's tired. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all 